Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Evangelist C.C. Wagner, and I am blessed like you. And the reason why I say that is because Psalms 34 verse 8 says, Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord. So I'm so glad you've joined me today so we can unpack the Word of God and see just how blessed we are. The Word of God is rich and mighty. Let's get busy. Gracious God, we love your love and we thank you for all that you do for us. As we come and submit ourselves to your will and your way, teach us through your precious word and help us, Father God, to use it in a way that will bring you glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen. So today we are looking at the 30 fourth psalm and particularly the eighth verse because that is an invitation to study the word. As you probably know, Psalms is well known for being the book that exemplifies praise. And so it was written by King David who I like to call the king master, because over and over again, he praised the Lord. So let's look at the eighth verse, because it's a beautiful invitation to worship the Lord by taking in his precious word. It begins with excitement. It says, oh, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts in him. Wow, that psalm is special to me. First of all, it comes with excitement. Oh, so David was excited to share with you his excitement because he wanted you to taste what he has been enjoying, the goodness of God. And so when he says, oh, taste, he wants you not to eat the word physically, although some were invited to do so in the word of God. However, he wanted you to take the word of God into your heart and your mind. He says in a later Psalms that the word of God was like honey in his mouth and that the word of God is sweet. So because David had experienced the word of God in a special way, he felt compelled to invite others to taste the word of God. So as you know, I'm a tea drinker and I love to taste a good cup or glass of tea. However, it's not the same. When I taste the word of God, that means I read it, I digest it, I meditate on it, I receive it, and yes, I believe it. So as David invites us to experience the word of God, he takes it a step further. Because he doesn't just say, taste it. Because many times we want to take the word of God and keep it to ourselves. 
He says, taste and see. So he's asking us to receive the word of God and then reflect on the word of God and look at the benefits, what God has already done for us. Look at how God is working in our lives. Look at how truly our steps are ordered by the Lord. Look at how God has given us a light unto our pathway. Look at how this word has benefited us over and over and yet over again. And so when we reflect on the goodness of God, when we try it out for ourselves, we find that truly the word of God is amazingly good. And it is so beneficial because it goes all the way down to the morrow, to our souls, and brings us joy, everlasting, unspeakable joy. And it gives us the peace that passes all understanding. I love to read his word early in the morning to get my day started because it encourages me and reminds me that he'll never leave me nor forsake me. And then I enjoy reading it late in the midnight hour because he lets me know that his grace and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I'm so thankful that he is a forgiving God because he does not give me what I deserve. Thank you, Jesus. But he does give me his love eternally. And so, as we look at this precious word and we see, oh, taste and see, well, he lets us know what we're going to find out. We're going to find out the Lord is good. He's even more than that. He's great. He's awesome. He's amazing. And he's loving most of all. And because he's so very loving, we're thankful to him for what he's doing for us. He sent his son, Jesus, you know, and Jesus gave his life on Calvary, you know. And because he didn't stay dead, but he rose on that third day morning, you know, he lives again. And he lives in us as believers through his precious Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Because we have the power to live the way he would want us to live. So, as we endeavor to live this life, walking by faith, not by sight, enjoying his word, believing it, and receiving it, we get the benefits. Praise God for those benefits. So, once we know that God is good, once we have experienced his goodness for ourselves, not based on what someone else said, but because we know can't nobody do us like he can. We look at the second part of this particular verse, 34 and 8 in the book of Psalms, and it says, blessed is the man that trusts in him. Hmm. Blessed. It's not based on a feeling. It's not happy because God is good to us. We are blessed because God has satisfied our souls. Yes, he has 
taking care of our need for redemption. Yes, he has provided a way to heaven. He has given us a path to eternal life. Through salvation, acceptance of Jesus Christ, we get the gift that truly keeps on giving because we have been saved from the penalties of our sins and the presence of sin. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And then we have the power through the precious Holy Ghost to resist sin. Thank you, Jesus. And so now we are blessed because God is the blesser. And so we're not happy based on how we feel. We are blessed because the lover of our soul has satisfied us with the gift of salvation. Hallelujah. And every day that we wake up, he provides us with brand new mercies as well as his grace, which is truly sufficient. And so when I tell people, as I meet people along the way, that, you know, they're blessed, everyone kind of thinks about it and they receive it because as we live, whether we are saved or a sinner, we are blessed. After all, God says he reigns on the just and the unjust. I'm so glad God is not like us, aren't you? And so this scripture is not solely aimed at man, although it says blessed is the man. You know our God is inclusive and he has no respect of person. So he is talking about mankind. Blessed is the man or woman that does what? Trust in him. So I sat on this seat a few minutes ago and I believed that it would hold me up. So we do trust in things. I get on an airplane from time to time and I trust that it will get me to my destination. I believe that the pilot, uh-oh, a person, will fly the plane um, sufficiently to get us there. So now I'm trusting in a person. We trust in people, we trust in things, but what we do know is from time to time, people and things let us down. Whether on purpose or accident, things do happen. What we must know, according to this word, that if we trust in God, he will never let us down. We can totally depend on the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Truly, can't nobody do me like Jesus. He is my friend. And so, when we sing that old 100 hymn, I will trust in the Lord. Trust is required as a believer. It's the cornerstone. Our faith, our trust, our total dependency on the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is what he expects from each one of us. Over and over and over in this word, he tells us that he loves us. He lets us know that we can depend on him. 
So, I just want to thank God for this encouraging word today that lets us know without a doubt that God's word is good. We can depend, trust on him. And as a result of our trust, our faith, our dependency on the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we will be blessed, satisfied in the Lord. Thank God for you today for coming to spend time with me here at the and what we're going to do is we're going to come back with another exciting word from the Lord um, next week. And we hope that you can come and spend time with us again. I'm Evangelist Wagner, and it's my privilege, my honor, and my duty to share the good word of God with you. Thanks for your presence. And let's pray. Gracious God, we have shared your word. We have heard your word. We have ingested your word. And now, God, as we digest your word, allow it to manifest itself in our hearts, in our minds, in our walk, and in our talk. For truly, we know we can depend on you because you are good. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Now that we have finished unpacking the Word of God, let's talk about the goodness of God in our lives individually. Today, I want to tell you a little something about myself. My name is Evangelist C.C. Wagner, and I'm actually legally blind. The good news, though, is, according to the Word of God in John, the ninth chapter, God's glory can be manifested in my life because I believe and receive him to be my Lord and Savior. As a result, my disability has not disabled me. So, I want to let you know that God is so good, he takes care of his own. And today, I have with me named Eric and I want to let you know a little bit something about Eric as a matter of fact I'm going to you about himself so you'll see what I'm talking about when I say your disability does not disable you good afternoon Eric how are we doing blessed evangelist how are you I'm blessed like you and because we are blessed by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I think it's so important for people to know whatever state you find yourself in, God can work with that. And so I'm having um, um, a hard time really introducing you because you're so good at so many things. 
So let me just allow you to tell our listeners who you are, what you do, and how you have overcome your visual impairment to become the technology specialist that you are. Gifts are bestowed upon me by the Lord. It's not me on my own, of course. Um, I have always been into technology uh, for as long as I can remember and figuring out, learning how the things work. Um, I can remember being seven years old and um, trying to get my grandmother to buy me a microphone. And she refused to buy it. She was like, no, that's, I'm, not, I'm not buying you a microphone. And I was like, okay. So I took an old speaker that, from another boom box that I had in a uh, old pair of headphones and connected the wire to the speaker. And I said, well, Granny, I have my own microphone. I said, you don't have to buy one now. I have one here. Wow. Imagine that. You made your own microphone? Yes, I just I figured, uh, you know, everyone else had one, but I didn't have the money to buy my own. So I said, let's try this and see if it works. Amazing. Who does that? And the good thing uh, about it is you didn't allow the fact that you do not see at all. You didn't like let that deter you from getting the microphone that you wanted. Isn't that amazing? God has given us all something that we can do if we'll just be determined to use the gifts that he's given us. So, Eric, did you go on to um, fine-tune your skills in uh, electronics? What did, how did you uh, manage to fine-tune those skills? Well, what I did was uh, assistive technology software, which allows those that are visually impaired the ability to be able to navigate on the computer, uh, and it provides voice feedback so that, you know, we all, we know what's going on. If I know that, uh, I'm on the desktop or I'm in a search field or I'm on the internet and, uh, I <clears throat> never really had, uh, formal training. I've been, uh, blessed to be able to just play with things and figure it out. And so I mainly taught myself how to use the technology and then went on later in life to teach others. Now that is rich because not only has God given you a talent which you have in explored and enhanced but you now use your talent to help others. Beautiful. So many times when we're able to do things um, to enhance our lifestyles, we take the wrong attitude and say, well, I've gotten mine and everybody else has to get their own. But you've expanded your skill base and you are sharing it with others. As a matter of fact, that's how we came to know each other because you began tutoring me on how to navigate 
um, the computer and my iPhone um, years ago. And we have just uh, bonded through our determination and our quest for excellence in spite of our circumstance. Is there anything else you want to share with people regarding um, the use of what God has given them? Just don't don't give up. Don't give up. Don't let um, people talk you down and deter you. If it's something that you really want or something that is really for you, continue working on that. Continue doing what makes you the person that you are. Don't let people, you know, shoot you down and because they will try. That's so true. As a matter of fact, I've often said uh, when I grow up, I want to be like you because you've traveled to different countries. Um, you navigate any technology that comes out. Um, the sky has been the limit for you. And uh, I just think that in spite of um, various situations where people have and, you know, done what people do, try to tear you down or deter you, um, the power of God has navigated you through all those circumstances. So, Eric, we just want to say kudos, man, to um, what you've been able to accomplish through the help of the good Lord. And we uh, will take your advice to heart. And I'm hoping that our listeners realize that when the scriptures say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, it's true. Ask God for strength and he will lead you. Thanks so much for listening. And I hope that you will join me next week on Blessed like you. Thank you and God bless. And Eric, thank you for taking out your time to share. You're very welcome.